Hello and welcome to the Tapeworms podcast, also known as the Two Locals, One Transplant podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Anthony, or aka Tony Tapeworm. Welcome. And we also got Caesar Quires or <laughs> Seth Aquatic. And Ramon. And we're really happy to be here talking mm. to you for this episode of the Tapeworms podcast. Got a lot to discuss today. Let's Thank you for having it. us. Yeah. Is that, the, is that the movie? The is that the hip hop one? What? Yeah, it's it's um, it's like just this podcast. Oh, oh it's not a podcast. Oh, you can find it as a podcast. It's a talk show, but it's it's a talk, talk show. show. I think you can hear it on the radio in the morning. Yeah, it's like, like I, Power One Hundred Six or something yeah. like that. Okay, yeah, I think <laughs> I've heard of it. Like it has Charlemagne the God and, and he's just really aggressive, but um, that's a whole different thing. But there there's a section where uh, it's get it off your chest, and then people call it and then like nine times out of ten it's just someone trying to pit like say hey I'm a rapper from Atlanta or something. And they try to say I just released a single even though it's supposed to be getting it off your chest. Yeah. But when people do get it off their chest, some people just start venting like about just something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And what was the? Is there the only reason I care about it is because I can't fucking find Adidas campus shoes anywhere. So you're getting it off my chest. You get it off your chest. Yeah. Wait, what's what's wrong with the shoes? Those are what Pumas? Adidas canvas? Campus. Campus. What's wrong with your Pumas? See, my whole life, I think I've always just worn either Pumas or the Adidas campus line of shoes. Okay. Yeah. They're just just a simple pair of shoes. I don't like to be flashy, you know me, like I don't wear like diamonds. Yeah, like yeah. golden chains or anything. I just, you know, I just like a simple pair of shoes that like they fit good. Yeah. And I can't find them anywhere. You're normcore. Yeah, like normcore. <laughs> I feel you. I have a favorite pair of fucking, of, of, uh, of the Nike Janowskis and shit mm. that I always have like backup pairs. I usually buy like four at a time. <laughs> About that damn, one. okay. <laughs> I should have done that with it, these it, damn yeah. shoes. It's those black ones yeah. that I always wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I do this because I really like them. They look cool. They are but cool. like I used to be a Converse guy back in the day, but um, those shoes—they're not—they're not made for big, big feet people. What they, size are you? Converse? Uh, thirteen. Yeah, you look like a thirteen. Um, yeah, the Converse because they would always give me like fucking ingrown toenails and shit. Yeah, well, they're, they're meant for like thinner feet. The thing with Converse too is you're supposed to buy a, a size down. Really? Yeah. Down? Yeah. So if you're thirteen, you buy a size twelve. And Why? what's the purpose? Because I feel like run, that would they, they run big or they run yeah no yeah. but they gave me ingrown toenails I mean they were too narrow you <laughs> oh, know okay well yeah. in that case it was then, too tight then don't then yeah I mean that's why message. I like the Adidas canvases too they're like yeah. a little thicker yeah yeah and um they're they, for, they they're just, made for they the big boy look I gotta look that feel good they're yeah they they look to to the to the person that doesn't love these shoes they look like a lot of Adidas shoes yeah these are special they just fit me right they're it's like. Mr. Adidas, it's, like it's your style too. Just made for me. These look like uh, I've seen you wear. You have a a pair of the blue ones, right? I have blue ones and black ones, and a a gray pair that I threw out because I stepped on poop in them, <laughs> and the poop just went everywhere. And I cleaned them a million times, but it did not lose the smell of poop. <laughs> what size are you? Eleven. Eleven. I want the you, black ones though. They have black. You can get them. Oh wait, gazelle. It, it either probably gazelle. says. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they look like a lot of the other ones. Ah, I see. It'll either be currently unavailable, yeah, or 
it's someone like that has a pair that they're trying to resell and it's like for like over a hundred dollars and you're not even sure what you're getting because it's just someone at their house Adidas trying to resell. is getting such free uh, advertising right now damn it yeah but anyway speaking of shoes though i got these new balances you should look into <laughs> new balances man I, I, they have yeah. wide ones they have e they, like, they specifically have wide shoes yeah i i used to like wearing uh new balances too because they they are wider mm-hmm. and they're really comfortable but um I, I I like the look of the Adidas the more. St- the stripes, you like? Yeah, they have the look and the the feel I like. Okay. <laughs> so that's just that's just me. But I'm getting it off my chest. Mm-hmm. And you know how like hot girls on Instagram like they'll have men loyal to them and like they'll post their wish list, their Amazon wish list. Okay. I want I want a Tapeworms loyal fan to just uh, buy me some. Well, what Tapeworms loyal fans should do is is go to tapeworms.bandcamp.com. <laughs> And buy our shirts that we have for sale. We still have a, a handful of them left. Yeah, if you enjoy our music or our podcasts, you know what to do. Yeah, limited edition, uh, solid red, white t-shirt, printed, handmade in Los Angeles, California. Very soft. In the very, very soft. Yeah, so go and, and purchase one. So, two locals, one transplant. You guys showed me Bulgogi Hut, right? Yep. Yeah. And we've been going there for a while, right? Yeah, that's yeah. where I get my soju bombs. Well, so... <laughs> so this, Don't tell me. So this weekend, I went across the street to BCD Tofu House. Not all you can eat. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me it closed down. It oh, didn't close no. down. Oh, I, was, I was like, no. Yeah, it we've been going down. there for years. But, but like always when we go, yeah. we, we say across the street, BCD Tofu House, yeah, right? Yeah, I literally, I can imagine the logo in my head right now. It looks like Microsoft for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it has a similar cause. I went there the first time. And it did not disappoint. That was it was so. It's not all you can eat, mind you, but they give you a lot of food and it's its own thing. And I could see how Korean barbecue would be good for a large group of people. But if you're just trying to have like a, a little date, two people, maybe four people, who's people aren't going to eat a lot, go go to BCD. And the thing is too, <clears throat> is that I think this is an important thing. Is that the Koreans eat there. Like there's actually everyone there is Korean. And he's, it's just to show that like the Koreans would want to go eat at the good spots. Like I I know Bulgogi Hut and there's it's a mix. Like sometimes you yeah. see some Koreans. Sometimes I mean, the, the workers aren't even Korean. I know. See, yeah, no, that's the thing. <laughs> I tried to practice my Korean one time and they were just like, like I don't speak Korean. Yeah, but oh at BCD, they, they have, actually, it's a franchise. It's all around the U.S. There's some in... There's one in Texas, a couple in New York, a few, and of course a bunch in the LA area. But man, I I got the uh, the combo. It was so good. I know you're I know you're in a I fast right now. Yeah, it always tastes like. Well, you don't have to get tofu. They that's the thing. It's like they have tofu, but then they also have entrees. They have galbi. They have the meat. They have. Mm, yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, interesting meat. You get all the side dishes too. Okay. Do they have soju bombs? Uh, this is, I think, if you're, I'm, like I said, I didn't drink, they, I'm sure they have them, they have beer, they have soda. I mean, it is Korean. It is Korean. It, it, they'd be remiss if they didn't offer it, but I will say that if you're going for a different vibe and you don't want the soul. Yeah, how was the vibe thing, in there? It's packed. It, 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 for, uh, we went Sunday, uh, at, in the mid-afternoon, so it was like a early dinner, late lunch sort of thing, and it, we still had like a five, ten minute wait so mm. like it was packed so that's not bad though. it's good and uh man 
they they give you like at the start like they they give you all this stuff you don't even know you're getting right because that's what i love about korean food like you just get all the things right so we get uh like these little fried fish like they that's like the appetizer almost like a little tiny little fish <laughs> like it's deep fried and everything and and was it delicious yeah i just had a little i mean it's just like a little bit of meat you gotta watch out for the bones but oh. <laughs> that's yeah. what i fucking love about korean food the banchan yeah that's just so bomb bro mm-hmm. they always have all sorts of cool little shit yeah i i i'm definitely the type of person that i i don't for some reason i end up eating a lot when i go out yeah but i think what i really want is variety you like to mm-hmm. pick at yeah. shit yeah yeah and korean food does that and knocks out of the park because yeah i mean we've seen it at bulgogi cat all the banchan all yeah. the good stuff and at this place too they had the kimchi they had the uh the little like soft fish cake sort of tofu ty- yeah, type I love thing that they shit. have the little jalapenos can they I even give uh, eggs too. can i see a story about fish bones yeah yeah what you got so my whole life i've been afraid of fish bones because of the whole possibly fish even bones? fish because when i was a baby i don't know if i was a baby i was a toddler is a toddler a person a little tiny thing that walks yeah yes that was me it's like age two to three yeah five. let me take you back to the 90s yeah there was a house party at my house <laughs> where my parents live all my cousins were there everyone was just hanging out my grandma's everyone was just partying nice. comes to the end of the night there's just plates of eating food just hanging all over the house i'm a little toddler i walk to the kitchen I reach over the table for something delicious because I'm just, you know, I'm a little fat baby. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to eat. And I, I, I just feel something and I stick it in my mouth. Uh. And then everyone's just crying and screaming because I'm like just gyrating on the floor not able to breathe. Turned out I swallowed a big ass fish boat. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and so as the story goes, I was taken to the hospital. I think they had to like just put some, like their hand in my mouth. Oh like, <laughs> and they had a fish it out and then i was just dying and and then everyone was freaking out and then everyone was i think blaming themselves and everyone was blaming everyone because they're like why was this like dumbass little kid able <laughs> yeah. to just grab a fish bone like why was anyone watching why was there fish bones there's a kid in this house damn and um and i don't i don't remember any of this this is just from stories i've heard yeah yeah but i just when something so impactful like that happens in your life my whole life as as a kid, I would literally see fish, and I'd be like, I don't know about that, because I was just so traumatized. And then I think recently, I I probably been eating fish, and I didn't really think about it, but mm-hmm. now just these memories are hitting me, and all of a sudden I fear fish again. Uh, Jeez. yeah. So do you think that past trauma has carried on to this day? Fish trauma. I think That's so because I I definitely avoided fish a lot in my yeah. life because I was just so like bone the fish just seemed like a dangerous food like if you were gonna eat fish like you were gambling with your life because they're like little needles and yeah and especially when you go eat somewhere and they're like oh be careful there might be a bone in this it's like bro like either there shouldn't be a bone or there's or you're gonna pick them out for me Mm because i don't want to gamble with my life yeah Jeez. wait so like i just have so many questions what what I'm. I've never heard this story before, and so, man, that says a lot about yeah. the human condition. <laughs> it's so weird. It's it, like that's a, that should be something you don't remember. Well, and you say you don't remember, um, but it has 
it seems like it's affected you to this day. You know, it's you still funny. kind of have the, and it's weird that you don't, I don't remember it either. You just, that could totally have been a made up story that everyone tells you, but yeah. you believe it to be true. You, you know, you, you know remember. something that's really weird though. Uh, do you ever remember a feeling, but not the story associated with the feeling? Like, is there a, just a feeling in your head that you can just think of? <laughs> yeah, I think I could. Yeah. Cause for some reason, you mean like a nostalgia th- sort of thing? Well, like, Oh, just like any em- emotion. But yeah, give us an example, give please. Example. Come on. I've been told this story my whole life, and I don't remember it happening, but I remember the feeling of the bone in my throat. Ah, okay. Oh. I see. Okay, so something that Suze brought up to me, she says, I only remember things... Your therapist, when- Suze? Yeah, my therapist, <laughs> Suze, my girlfriend. She, she said, I only remember things that I have an emotion. This is her talking, but generally speaking, we remember things we feel an emotion to. And you had an obviously an intense emotion there with, I don't know, fear, panic. A little bit of deliciousness. There was taste involved. It was probably fire until I realized that I'm dying. (laughs) So all those feelings sort of, too bad we don't have Freddie here to Yeah, to break this down for us. Our psychology yeah. expert. Let, let's phone him in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you had all these feelings associated, and of course, even though you don't remember the exact specifics, you still have this this thing, these memories associated in the back of your mind. Do you have any childhood trauma? Mm, maybe. I don't want to bring it up here. I'll tell you that. Maybe not that I could remember. Uh, maybe that's when th- when you said that if I've ever actually, felt something. Actually, now that you mention it, I. I was at the uh, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk as a kid, and there's this roller coaster. It's not the Big Dipper, but it's this other one. And the guy, I guess, forgot to do strap me in like this, and I was literally holding on for dear life as the roller coaster was like going up and around. It was like loose. It was still loose. Yeah, it was still loose. So I, oh. I was like going. I was literally holding on for dear life on the thing, and I was so freaking scared. And I basically almost shit my pants, but ever since then, really, I've never really liked roller coasters. Do you get on? I'll get on, but I, it's more of like I get nauseous. Yeah, that's me. Like, I hate roller coasters, but I think just the peer pressure of it, yeah. I will get on, but it's it's pure terror for me the whole time. Yeah. I. It's it's horrible for me. I, I hate roller coasters, you, but I'll get on. You and me both. How come you've never <laughs> mentioned this when we used to go to Six Flags all the time? I just, like, just the, the <laughs> pressure. get on Goliath and you, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just... <laughs> It's, it's so horrible i hate it yeah no okay. I, I think we share that we have a commonality because even like as a kid there's the like the, the boat ride or it just goes you oh, know those that. ones that's just cool as i shit. get so motion sick and i throw up it was my friend's birthday one time we like a few of us went to it's called gilroy gardens formerly known as bonfante gardens and anyway we did this thing a bunch of times and after like the third or fourth time <laughs> I just got off the ride and yak in the little, little in the bushes, and we had to end the night early. It was like, okay, we got to go home. Stupid Anthony, uh, yeah, dying. stupid oh, Anthony. See, that's why I don't want to be. That's why when I go to Six Flags, I don't want to be the guy that's like <laughs> killing everyone's vibe and like everyone's having fun. Yeah, sometimes I mean, I guess it's good to fall into peer pressure if it's for the good of the group. I mean, it, it creates character development, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I remember when when I like we like when you're in elementary school or just middle school, and there's like these end of the year things, and like you get 
taken to like Six Flags or Knott's Berry Farm for free. Yeah. Um, I was uh, like sh- protected by my fellow uh, scared kids. Because, <laughs> you know, there'd be the kids that are like, yeah, we're going to Knott's. Fuck yeah. yeah. And then there's this group of kids that are like, it, it was me and like a group of kids. And then yeah. we were just like, oh, I'm not getting on anything. I'm just going to chill. And we just hung out on yeah. like, I think we literally rode like the little horse ride. That spins like a little carnival thing. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? The carousel. The carousel. I think like just like all day. <laughs> yeah, those are fun. You know, once you become an adult, you're surrounded by by lions. People who want to get on roller coasters. <laughs> That's me as fuck. And then you you can't hide with your friends, your, your little scared friends anymore. Man, even thinking of getting on roller coaster makes me like, semi nauseous. The only reason those people want to get on roller coasters is because they're maniacs. And the only reason I know that is because I'm a maniac. I only want to feel something. So that's why I want to yeah, go on though. That's the thing. Uh, it's like, like when you're a kid, it's like the roller coaster is like kind of like that rush of being high almost. Like yeah, it's that another, adrenaline rush. Yeah. You know? I want to be able to feel something. Cause I usually don't, you know, <laughs> you're I'm usually boy. dead, <laughs> dead inside. So a nice little roller coaster, uh, threat, you know, mm-hmm. that helps out. You should, uh, I, I was on, some streaming service today i already forgot yeah i don't know why um and i saw like a tv show about volunteers from like the south in the u.s that volunteered to go fight isis oh my god and it's just a group of guys that <laughs> they just go to like just the middle east and just want to fight isis oh god so you should go do that ramon nah. you want to rush nah, i'm good they're yeah. just patriots yeah. <laughs> Speaking of fighting ISIS in the war, though. <laughs> What's up, Papa? Cesar and I just recently watched 1917. Oh, yeah. Oh, how was that? Oh, yeah. Ramon didn't go with us. He yeah. didn't go on our movie Ramon, day. I think, was on his uh, his weekend-long depression nap. Oh, yeah. I was taking a weekend-long depression nap. I was feeling it this weekend. So You weren't even here at the studio, right? You were <clears throat> no, yeah. I was at home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know. Yeah, I think I think I came to yeah, the you guys studio were one day. And I didn't see your car parked outside, and I was like, "Oh, Ramon's not hanging out here." Yeah, um, and, uh, I thought you were on a date. I, I just yeah, we des- thought you were on a date. I just decided I'm gonna go home for the weekend. I, I ain't got shit to do here, even though all my shits here. <laughs> yeah. I literally came back like on Sunday morning, like at five, because I was so bored over there. I was like, "Shit, I have nothing to do. Let me just come back to my little hole because my computer's here and I could game all day." Did uh? Do you well, see- are you out of your depression hole now? um well as a starting as a starving artist you never really are yeah it's good for them just, for the, it's it's good create. yeah it's, it's just like two step forwards one one step back or two steps forward five steps back <laughs> <laughs> it's just two a steps deep forward and then you just sleep yeah. it's just a deep hole and you go to sleep to kind of reset nice that's how i think of it you know you 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 disappear for a weekend and you reset mm-hmm and then he's just do it all over again. You know, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, when, when people get in their feels, you know, it's it's interesting that everyone has their own coping way. Yeah. I think for me, if I'm ever sad, I don't want to sleep, because then that period before you sleep, you're you're just there alone with your thoughts. Yeah. And so whenever I'm like in my feels, like really, I'll go do something. It really do be like that. If you keep yourself occupied, it helps for sure. Yeah. A lot um, of people like to I, work out. I swear to God, for me, when I go to sleep, it's just kind of everything gets better again. Yeah. You just wake up. With you, fresh you, you forget. Because you know how your fucking, your brain, um, it like cycles through your, 
through itself and like dumps out all memories that don't really matter mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's how it kind of feels. So you turn yourself on and off, just like like a computer when it's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll I'll dump my cash. Yeah. I'll oh, there you go. <laughs> delete the I cookies. See. Yeah, I'll delete the cookies every time I go to sleep. Any dreams through this uh, weekend long? Honestly, no. I was just thinking about this. I don't I don't remember the last time I had like a really. Well, I've had dreams, but they've always been like something like this, where I'm dreaming about like real recording life. the podcast. It's like a real life situation. But I don't remember the last time I've had like a fantasy dream, like like oh. riding a dragon or something. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess riding that, a dragon. <laughs> that too, I guess. <laughs> You're wild. You really are seeking adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, like donkey from Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> you and your dragon girl, dude. That was that was that was a hype couple. That they were a power couple for sure. For real, dude. That like definitely this. uh, like made people into that. It, donkey it, it, and the dragon doing it like i didn't think about it but <laughs> the sexual politics of shrek it, it did open up my eyes to the fact <laughs> that couples could be completely different and still kind of work out you know yeah. i was just i was just like what the yeah, fuck like a donkey and a shrek? dragon well i don't know about them they're more like human like this one was like very <laughs> very <laughs> juxtaposed you know yeah a fucking dragon and a donkey dude yeah I, I, I remember reading I something like on Reddit, I think, um, where a lot of people were saying how they discovered their likes and dislikes about, you know, the opposite or just not the opposite, just who, what you're attracted to uh-huh. from like watching Disney movies growing up. Mm. Mm. So like, okay, like there was like, I think Mulan was an example, just like when uh, Mulan and, and uh, the general mm-hmm. kind of get into it, what they like. He, the general liked Mulan before he realized she was a girl. Yeah. So like some people were like, "Oh, that's very interesting." Yeah, he was bi then. Yeah. Because she was pretending to be a dude. And some people were like, "I think I like the both of them. I like like you know, the masculine, muscly boy, mm. but I also like like the girl and stuff." So. And then the Beauty and the Beast. There's people. Oh, that I are love that movie. As a kid, that. that was my favorite movie. As a toddler, that was my favorite. It showed you the beauty of a beast, and so I guess. <laughs> There's people that want to bang bears now or something. Nah, there's no bestiality. Come on, that's a Disney movie. Yeah. Did no- they hook up while he was still a beast? No, they were just dating. Yeah, I She think was totally down, though. It, it seemed... She was opening up to him. I think... She was open to the idea. She just wanted to see who he looked, what he looked like, right? He was, like, too scared to even show his face. Like, a, Well, that was, like, in the beginning, beginning, yeah. But, yeah. like... Eventually, she started getting like Stockholm syndrome, hanging out with him a lot more, because what the fuck else is she gonna do? She's stuck in a castle with him. Um, and yeah, I feel like she was opening up to it. But yeah. That just goes to show how they, they your never, situation. They never smashed. You're like whatever, you know. I'm just alone with this bees. There's nothing else to hook up with. Yeah. Might as well. Mm. So is that sort of the story there of of I, Stockholm syndrome and and women, <laughs> the repression of women falling in love with. The, the uh, with their captors yeah is, is that the main story it's been a while since i've seen it but i don't know man i had this thought about that movie the other day you were thinking about beating the beast old yeah. As time. yeah cause i just got uh, disney plus like a, mm. like two months ago money bags <laughs> and i've been i've been going through like every fucking disney movie <laughs> that i can um nice i was thinking about how beauty and the beast is People say that Belle was going through like Stockholm syndrome and all this shit. Mm-hmm. But I always felt like, not always felt, but recently I thought about, wait, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie, but there's a moment where um, 
the beast had Belle's dad captured, and then he, she came in and was like, "Oh, let him go, and you could take me instead." Mm-hmm. She kind of put herself in that situation, but it was it was kind of hard one because that's her dad. She doesn't want that food to die in there. Um, but the beast eventually, no, uh, Belle's dad had an issue, and she eventually wanted to leave the castle or some shit, and the beast was like, "Yeah, go ahead." And that made me think about like the whole if you love something, let it go. If it uh-huh. comes back, it was meant to be. Um, and he let her go. So I was like, is that really like Stockholm Syndrome? I don't really know. I haven't seen this movie in years. It's been a long time. Yeah. But similar to your story about the fish, this was apparently my absolute favorite movie as a toddler. And I want to <laughs> watch it over and over again. I used to watch Star Wars all the time. Mm. I used to love Big Mama's house. <laughs> I would I would watch that. I literally, <laughs> I would come home from school grab a plate of food and put yeah. on big mama's house every day after school that's hype dude. i used to love that movie oh god mm. but speaking of movies and video games we did yeah. watch 1917 yeah say and i um it is very much kind of like a video game the way it plays out because it is all almost one shot basically it's there's no cuts Oh, is it no like, visual cuts. Wait, isn't Saving Private Ryan shot like that too? No, no. There's plenty of cuts uh, in no. this in this movie. It's I know like, there was one. Of, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Revenant is sort of like that, mm. um, and I think Birdman. Yeah, is there any? Um, I really like Birdman. Artistic reason for this, or is it just for the thrill? Is I think it's supposed to make it like uh, well, very cohesive and like it's both <clears throat> right. I mean, it's it has to be an artistic reason and a thrill reason. Yeah. It's both. There's I don't th- see how the two are. There's always a purpose to what they show. Yeah, you know, it's it's not just detect. because it looks cool. In actuality, there's there really is. Cert- they do it for the purpose of the story yeah. because it works and the flow and the way it was written, it works and. It, they work in tandem, the story and the way it was shot in a way that you can actually pull this off. That reminds me of um, in high school, we were reading The Kite Runner. Oh, I love that book. And um, I remember I heard somewhere that, you know, if a writer puts something in the story, it's because he thought the, the, the whatever it was was important. Um, and we were doing like a report on the book. And then I wrote about how the kid was watch- wearing a watch that had like a a Thor or some shit on it with like little lightning hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, that's so weird. Why would he fucking put that in there and shit? And my teacher was like, oh, it's not that serious. Calm down. And I was like, wait. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's really? very, I don't know. Maybe it's nothing to do with the story, but maybe he owned a little Thor watch growing up. And then yeah, he was like, the writer. It made, yeah. it made him yeah. feel a certain way because yeah. he wasn't born in like, what, Pakistan or whatever. And he was mm-hmm. broke as shit. Yeah. <clears throat> And I was like, that's so weird. Why would the author, the author put mm-hmm. that in there? One thing I but rem- my teacher was like, no. I remember, Shut up, promote, stop I remember about that book, <laughs> though. You're thinking is, too uh, much, bro. I was like, all right. That, the, uh, the, I remember it being like the really, like the evil character, the villain. I remember he would yeah, wear John Lennon glasses. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah. And f- I don't, it's, maybe it could be a similar thing of like, because John Lennon, he's huh. kind of a good guy. I mean, post post mortem maybe not so much, but he during his life seemed like a. What would the Lennon glasses depict, though? What does that mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Is it supposed to be? 
like mm-hmm. a wisdom or is it supposed to be like a false sense of peace of peace yeah because he was a dickhead yeah. he yeah after the fact he's he was quite a I'm dickhead sick. Yeah. Oh, poor we can hear you poor baby. but anyway 1917 yeah, yeah, yeah i thought it was a pretty good movie it is the one of the front runners for it's the a war Oscar. movie right? it is a war movie yeah. world war one i love their little helmets the world war one helmets <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're trying to get drafted so you can wear one yeah. of those helmets. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, thank you. He wants one. Yeah, it, it was it was a good movie. Um, I think two things killed it for me. Number yeah. one, three things killed it for me. Number one, I was sleepy as hell because we oh. watched it at ten twenty. Oh god! Yeah, we did. Um, kind of and I'm a show. sleepy boy around ten twenty. Number and two, you were sick too. No, yeah, the four things. <laughs> Number Man, two, I could I could have gone to that fucking yeah. movie. I woke up at eight p.m. at the. Yeah. I texted yeah. you and shit. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, number two, whack ass. Um, I forgot. You were sleepy. You're I was sick. Sleepy. You're sleepy. I had just seen Parasite. Oh, and Parasite yeah. was so good that it kind of killed this movie for me because I was like, oh, I just I'd rather be watching. Parasite again? Parasite 2 or something, you know? like. <laughs> well, um, they are releasing an HBO miniseries really? of Parasite, which I, I'm i not quite sure how legit it could be or if it'll actually that sounds be exciting. as good. I am excited, but mm. I re- with reservations because sometimes it just never is good. Yeah, it never works out. Yeah. <laughs> Number but, three, Anthony moans in the movie theater. Dude, okay. When we watch... He moans so hard. I have, I have... Let me get this shit off my chest. <laughs> Get it off your chest. Who's <laughs> in the morning, Charlemagne? This, this mofo. I, I was sitting next to him. Oh, we get a big ass thing of popcorn. No. This motherfucker. <laughs> the whole fucking movie. I'm sorry. First of all, second of all, every little thing, like kind of suspenseful part. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> he moans so. I'm much. like, what the fuck, <laughs> bro? Like. It's not even scary. Why are you moaning? <laughs> Why are you moaning? So, two people greet each other. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just Why they hype me up, bro. I just like movies a lot. Okay, I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel like I was at a movie theater with like a five year old man. <laughs> it's just fucking mesmerized by oh, everything. Oh no! Yeah. Well, especially a movie like Parasite, where I knew, <laughs> even though I knew it was happening, I just. Yeah, I don't watch for one. Don't watch horror movies with me because you'll get that times ten. Oh yeah, and the trailers too. When the <laughs> there was scary movie trailers. Uh, the, the 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 what were the girls like a cult leader? Yeah, the cabin. Yeah, I remember right? that. Actually. He, he was he was like. Uh, yeah. I was okay. just like, what the fuck? I'll give it to you. I am sort of a little. I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to uh, yeah. suspense. Right. I it's probably a reason why I have so many hemorrhoids <laughs> because <laughs> I clenched my butthole. Every right. time I got that off my chest. Yeah, you so, thank you. And I'm Ooh. sorry, but also I'm sorry. I ate a lot of the popcorn that we. Oh, that together. was fine. I wasn't. Okay. I didn't care about it. I Stop. care more about the morning. Okay. Well, I can't promise you that it won't happen again because. Okay, we're gonna. We're, next time we purchase tickets, you're gonna uh, be like yeah, you're gonna be away like, from us. Yeah, you're gonna be far okay. away, but Don't right. worry about it. I was gonna say I'll wear uh, earplugs, but that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll just wear a uh, a, a mask like a. <laughs> All There's the people, a mass with, all right the people with coronavirus are wearing. There should be like a remote from the movie Click where you can mute people. Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. I'm sorry that I took you guys out of the movie being experience. I was still in it. Yeah. That was a anyway. dope movie. It was. Parasite. So that's the thing. 1917 and Parasite are the two 
kind of front runners for best picture at the Oscars this oh. year, which happened a week after Super Bowl Sunday. So 1917 is that good? It is that good, but it's kind of the safe pick, oh. uh, according to my to my resources. I feel like because it's a war movie, people are gonna vote mm-hmm. more for it. Historical yeah. war movie. There's nothing really bad about it. Yeah. There's like. There's not a lot of complaints. Like maybe see what you said. That's like all about the film. Yeah. Yeah. So Hmm. whereas Parasite, it's a great movie, but it's sort of since 1917 came out, like just a lot more recently. It also has that going for it. A little more hype. You're going to start forgetting about Parasite. Yeah. Which bums me out because clearly Parasite is the best film. I think we can all be in agreement with that. I thought it was a good movie, but I don't think it was like super spectacular. I, I like that. Like this is something I was talking to Emma about, my therapist, also my girlfriend. <laughs> um, how you guys should be paying these women. <laughs> yeah, well, all the baggage we. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like that the story was so unique. Although there were many themes in the movie that might have been used in a lot of other films, yeah. the story was just so unique. Exactly. It's just I feel like a, a film about that. I've never seen before. You know, I've seen war films. You know, it's like saving a soldier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the road to to getting there, you get shot at. Glory, redemption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Parasite, mm-hmm. it's just its own story. It's just so unique. Yeah, yeah. it's the almost way- like he knew someone. He's like, yeah, I knew this, these kids that did this to a family, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's it's like you can't it's make it up because all the characters the characters are so rich in their own ways like you have yeah. two families and each family member has their own real personality yeah their own personality I, I think i think what really did it for me was the fact that they were so rich in, in character mm. but they, they didn't really like describe anybody or anything you know it was just through the little actions that they did that you're able to kind them. of depict them for yeah. who they are that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It's the number one rule of filmmaking: show, don't tell. Yeah, you know, it really was good at showing. Even at like that early scene when they're downing soju in the, uh, <laughs> in the outside of the market, they're just like sipping on soju, and he's like, "Man, you really? Th- I'm I'm really good at teaching English, mm-hmm. but I can't get into the university." He's like, hmm. Well, I have this family yeah. who, yeah. you know, but yeah. well, that's that's also one of my models for life. To What's learn that? about someone's character, it's just just study what they do. Yeah, actions speak louder than words. You, you want to know if someone's honest? See how honest they are in their daily lives. Yeah, yeah. No, for real. Show don't tell. It's the uh, words are cheap. Talk is cheap. Yeah, I'm so sick. Talk is cheap, and I'm the dying. coronavirus is is even yeah. cheaper. You know what's funny? Um, we we talked about this in the last episode how mm-hmm. we think you know someone might have had the coronavirus at Popeyes, but literally the day after uh, the coronavirus was found in Los Angeles. Yeah, oh, and shit. now here I am I coughing my lungs out. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm probably gonna go to the doctor. Um, I don't not actually for the coronavirus. If I have it, then that sucks. But um, I just want to get checked out because I've had this cough for like two weeks now, and it's getting really bad. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's when symptoms start to show up. I can't say anything without it sounding like I'm about to break out crying. Yeah, I think it's supposed. It has a, um, I don't know, but it, like Tony said, uh, around two weeks is around the time where the coronavirus starts showing. Well, well the signs. cool thing about the coronavirus though is that it's pretty non-fatal. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, that's what it's just kind saying. of like annoying. Unless you're a weak ass little oldie. <laughs> yeah. The the same treatment you'd have for a cold or the flu, just you know, rest up, drink a lot of fluids, um, pray. 
Unless you're a weak ass, <laughs> unless you're a boomer who has really weak uh, immune system. Yeah, it's it's um, you're more vulnerable if you're like a little baby that swallows fish bones. <laughs> person that gives babies fish bones. Maybe you're finally starting uh, starting to see the physical effects of your fishbowl fish <laughs> adventures. It's the trauma to my throat. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna be uh, clear cured of your thing, and you're just gonna like cough up like a, a huge fish from your stomach is like it's been growing in you this 20 something years i just saw a thing about a fish who had <laughs> who had ate a fucking nazi and lived i don't know how long and it had the nazi shit inside him still i had like a little uh, he was still alive a little pin a nazi pin inside its stomach or some shit like that yeah that must have been a big ass fish. Yeah, it was a huge fish. It's like the story of Jonah and the whale, right? Ah, getting biblical, yeah. Oh my god, my throat's yeah. destroyed. Lilith. I'm kind. I hope I feel better tomorrow. Yeah, but I also don't want to be a hundred percent because I took a sick day from work, mm. and so I want to show up and be like, <laughs> so, so they're gonna, gonna like, oh, you yeah. really was sick. They're gonna listen to this podcast and be like, oh, you yeah. sneaky. Sneak. Well, I am sick. Oh, true. Yeah. True. Even if you don't, though, I feel like people. It's just. It's just. They really weird. are yeah. like. Uh, they're gonna. Long, they're gonna. They, they'll like, trust you, right? They, are you? You're a trustworthy guy yeah. at work, huh? I, th- I think. We uh, also did this. Took took a day off. What a month ago or something too. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a vacation day to go to Mexico. Oh. So I didn't lie. I was going on vacation. Yeah. Okay. What was I gonna say? Uh, oh, I forgot. You're sick. You want to be not sick anymore. You got to show that you're not sick to your workers, coworkers. Trustworthy. You're having a uh, shorter week. <laughs> oh yeah, we're switching uh, to a four day work week and then one one day work oh, from home. Shit, that's cool. Yeah, it's the new thing, you know, in in the modern workplace. I guess a lot of uh, offices are testing this out because mm-hmm. apparently the data shows that although you take more breaks when you're home you also get more done and you technically i think i don't know this is true you end up working longer because like like, you know if you get assigned you know a project or something and you're just home you take a break you eat breakfast and you work on it a little bit and then before you know it you've been doing this all day and you end up knocking out like 12 hours of work instead of (laughs) being at work and and a lot of people i think you know when you're at work and you don't have anything to do you end up just not doing anything anyway right fuck around and I think it might be too just like you know when you get on vacation from mm-hmm. like school and then you have school again and you're excited to be back in school and you're like I'm gonna study hard yeah, yeah. I think that might happen like after like a three day weekend you, know, you get back to work and like I feel like I need to do stuff because yeah. my mind needs stimulation exactly yeah. no I Sue's, uh, Sue's office has done this for a long time and she gets Fridays off Fridays work from home and she still has to work <laughs> from home but she can literally just be in her bed and still work and be at her home and desk and enjoy all the things of you get to do of being at home, but still working. And I think, <laughs> but the good thing about that is it's Friday, so it does feel like a weekend. She's been telling me, like, man, weekends feel so much longer for me. I was telling her, like, really man, it must be nice. Yeah, yeah. And I said, must be nice. Like, man, I've been doing five days every freaking week. And, like, man, weekends feel so short now ever since I got this job, right? Yeah. And she's like, you know, weekends feel so long for me. I, I don't know why. And I was like, well, yeah, you work from freaking home. I think the the weird thing for us, because I think most most places that do this, it's like, you know, regular office vibes where you work from your laptop a lot. Um, 
I think hopefully this lasts in my workplace, but because we're a laboratory, right. yeah. it might not end up working out and they might switch it back because are you going to do laboratory? You're not going to take the chemicals home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good news is you're in more more admin, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you're... so it's like 50-50. Yeah. So. Mm. I remember what I was going to say about me being sick and going to work and trying to prove that I'm sick still. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Apparently Chipotle um, is doing this thing where if an employee is sick, they send a nurse to your home. To if verify that you are sick. Oh, if you're a Chipotle mm. employee. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it's like the first day you do it or maybe if you make a habit of it. Mm-hmm. The reason they say they're doing it is because of a public health thing where they had like some issue, I think, with yeah. their knee and then people getting sick. With people uh, Salmonella. And yeah, shit. E. coli, so they, salmonella. If you do say you're sick, e. I think they, they want to go visit you and get like a note from a nurse that says, yeah, he's definitely is sick and he probably shouldn't come back until next Monday. Because mm. he's going to be touching people's food or she's yeah. going to be touching people's food. Um, we got to make sure this person's at 100%. Um, but I don't know if that's the direction they're going in or if they're just trying to catch people who mm. are actually just faking it. It could work both ways because I don't know Chipotle's policy, but if they have paid time off or, you mm. know, who knows if they're actually really sick. Yeah. And and it's it's could be working sort of both ways. But how's the uh, Chipotle stock doing? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Give us a live update. Let's see. Okay. Let me oh, see. Are we going to check your stocks? Well, I, I recently got into the stock market. Yo, why is everyone doing that all of a sudden? Well, it's because I spoke uh. to my financial advisor. <laughs> it's just someone at Who's work. also your therapist? Yeah. <laughs> just, there's just someone at work that comes to talk to us and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Getting us to plan for retirement, make sure we have money and stuff. Um, yeah. And he was just saying, you know, you're a young guy. If you retire and, you know, Social Security keeps on going the direction it's going and you'll probably have to retire like in your 70s. And if, I don't know, if humans start living yeah. to 110 by the time you're going to retire, you might have to retire in your 80s. Yeah. So you have a lot of years to plan for retirement. So if you want to, you know, take a whack at the stock market, it's very volatile. You know, there's good wins. There's really bad losses. Right. You just want to take a whack at it, you know, check out the stock this, market. This is the time, yeah. And so, you know, I have some spare money that I just save monthly and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to use some money, you know, to save, be smart with it. And the other stuff, I'm just going to basically gamble. Mm-hmm. So, right. is, so I've been gambling. very lately. much a gamble and there's people who rightfully have gone to prison for insider trading because... Man, I'm trying to go to prison for tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. I wish I made enough for... Chipotle stock is so expensive. It's $865 a share. Yeah. Sounds about right. It's a big... It's so and crazy. Well, yeah, it's expensive, but what's what's their growth? Well, what's their year well, to I mean, date? If you bought if you bought Chipotle stock in 2015, it was at $600. Okay, mm-hmm. so 25% yeah. growth in, in four years. That's, that's all right. I mean, that's... Even 10% a year is really good. And for it to be 25% over four years, that's... Uh, yeah, if I, right. if I get three percent, I'm happy because I mean, any savings account, you're you're not you're barely even keeping up with inflation, you know. Yeah, right. So like three percent, I'm happy. Three percent is okay. Ten percent is like, Ooh. yeah, that's what's up. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. So um, I bought some Alibaba stock, Alibaba, which um apparently is like the the Amazon in China. Yep. Yep. And so mm-hmm. everyone's saying buy, so I'm just gonna follow the market. If I lose the money. I don't care, I guess, because it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. I'm saving money anyway. But it is, it is really fun. It's fun. I, game. I did sort of get into the stock market after I turned 18. 
I just because I was as soon as you that's the legal time you could. I was like you, Caesar. I wanted to get into money making, but I wanted to be like uh, frugal. So and very safe. So mm-hmm. I only invested in ETFs, and I still have them to this day. And it's sort of just kind of play money, but it's good to uh, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I think I, like the I, way I see it too is like. Let's say you're the type of person that um, you spend like $500 a month on just entertainment stuff. Yeah. If you want to be entertained, you know, divert $100 from that budget into the stock market. And if you lose that $100, you're going to lose it anyway because you were just spending it on entertainment. You're just going to go out to eat. You're going to drink or something. And if, uh, if you don't, you know, just... See, where we... I think that's it's totally different because you view the stock market as an actual investment and it's real life business. Whereas entertainment going out to eat, that's more of like a, it's, it's I don't think I, enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the two really mm. combine. I'm I, saying if you're going to lose the money anyway, <laughs> you might as well do it into something like a gamble, you know? Oh well, yeah. There's stock you can market. have some growth. See, I see where both of you yeah, but are coming if from. If I were to do that, I'd do it in something that's a, a lot more profitable. Like you can easily double m- your money, like sports gambling. I'd, my <laughs> friends have gotten in, my homie back home has gotten sports gambling. That's what I'd rather get into because it's almost auto- automatically double your money if, yeah, if you, you do that. Yeah. yeah. And see, I watch a lot of sports. I know very little about the global economy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I think so. But then again, I, I, I really haven't case. I really haven't bet on any of sports because I guess I am a little nervous and scared <laughs> about losing my money. But like that, it's high risk, high reward. Yeah, high risk, high reward. And don't be stupid either. And if you're saving like a thousand a month, put it onto stocks. Definitely nah, like yeah. put some money into your savings and then mess around with yeah. a little bit of it. Right. Especially like if you're 50 and you listen to this podcast, uh, you probably shouldn't be messing around with stocks right now. You got to start saving for your retirement. If you're 50 and listen to this podcast, you're awesome. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Um, but what's nice about this too is that you uh, get to break your fast soon, right? Oh, yeah. You better fucking get better soon. Oh, yeah. Because we're supposed to fucking black out. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so if January, um, you know, I just I just ate so poorly in December. Just I mean, just for the holidays in general. I was like, you know what? I got to go on a quick little, like, fast to, you know, knock off some of that winter weight and some of that college weight that I'm still carrying. Um, Dude, you graduated from college like two years ago. What you saying? What you talking? Who are you fooling? They, the weight doesn't go anywhere <laughs> yeah, unless you get rid of it. You just bro, whatever. Okay, college I weight. Gained Forty sure. pounds in college. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be fifteen. Come on, <laughs> they lied to you. <laughs> they you played, lied to you me. played rugby. Come on, you were a fit guy. See, no, they they. Ideally, I was supposed to remain heavy because I was a forward. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I was a forward. So you, it's just you're gonna, especially we played UCLA, and they're football players play rugby in the off season and you get <laughs> so we'd be playing some big guys so like ideally if you're forward yeah you football football and rugby are yeah football especially you want to gain weight <clears throat> yeah i know but um yeah so for january i decided to try uh, intermittent fasting right right everyone knows about that yeah and so i'm breaking my fast soon um i'm breaking it this weekend i've lost around 15 pounds already are you sub two yet yep oh there we go and so I'm breaking my fast. I'm going to go to Korean barbecue. Going to eat good. Going to have some soju bombs. Going to hang out with friends. 
I've been killing. We should do a, a, a meetup for that. Yeah, we should have uh, anyone. <laughs> any of the listeners want to come to the Caesars? Yeah. Uh, you want to come have soju bombs with us? Uh, yeah. Wait. Let's, break let, fast. let's do it. Let's. Uh, we're gonna do a listener meetup uh, at Bulgogi Hut. I haven't this, had red meat in a whole month. This Saturday. Wait, do you want to do? Wanna do um, uh, what's the place that you like? Um, Bakun. Oh yeah, Bakun. If okay. you haven't gone to Bakun, it's a Korean barbecue spot. It's a little higher end. You pay a premium, but you get the best service of your life, and you get to sit down right away because it's expensive. <laughs> okay, so listener meetup, Bakun. Yeah, Korean barbecue. Uh, what day? Uh, we can do Saturday night. Saturday night, the first weekend, the first Saturday of February, right? Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah. First Saturday, pre Super Bowl, I think. <laughs> So yeah, Saturday you're just gonna you're yeah. just gonna eat a shit ton of Korean barbecue the next day. I'm Damn, definitely that, that, you, that weekend alone. You're probably gonna yeah, you're gonna, gonna, get, it all back. gonna yeah. get it all back. No, because I've, I've had I've had I, that's what I was worried about. I was like, oh, I'm God. scared that I just lost a bunch of water weight because I've been intermittent fasting. And you know when you fast, you just lose like a crazy amount of weight. Yeah. Um, but I've had days where in the morning, like. I just had the most enormous... Like, I had one day where I worked, and at the laboratory I work on weekends, mm-hmm. they give you free pizza. And I literally had 12 slices of pizza. Goddamn. Bacon and jalapeno okay, slices. So. I went off, and you, I washed been- it down with a bunch of sweet tea. And then I weighed myself the next day, and I gained, like, a pound. So at this point, it's not even water weight or just loss of, like, glycogen stores. Yeah. It's actual... Well, and it's the way you've been eating too, is because you've been intermittent yeah. fasting. Yeah. If you you still been eating good though. Yeah. Not uh, during the work week. I I I, I eat pretty light. I mean, yeah. but but yeah, um, this is this is true weight loss. Because okay. I've eaten like a pig, and and then I maintain my weight. Because yeah. you know how sometimes you know you eat <laughs> like light during the week, and then you go out partying with your friends on the weekend, and it turns out you didn't lose any weight. You just yeah. <laughs> you're still fat. Mm. Yeah. Um. And yeah. really, not, not a lot of alcohol too this month. Yeah, I, I don't. I've had besides that hamburger Mary's. Yeah, but that I don't even count that as alcohol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, you've been killing my vibe lately. Every time we record these podcasts, we're supposed to have a drink. Yeah, we we crack open. But, you know, that's um, something I kind of wanted to try. Um, like we test out a different beer every time, and we don't need to get drunk. It's just like we just try yeah. one beer each of a new beer each time and then we just All talk right. about it is there any craft breweries or craft uh, beer stores around here yeah there's oh lot. there's so many yeah there's okay. so many um, but yeah we just test one now and then maybe in the future um, if anyone you know is starting up their own little brewery okay they can just can us something and we can promote it that's a perfect uh, segment idea and we'll start it after this month and I love yeah. the idea and I also I love beer so that's a great idea um mm, so beer I don't want to sully the mood, but unfortunately, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant occurred this <laughs> oh, Sunday. Damn, yeah. I think, you remind me? I think it's just something we should talk about because you guys are the two locals and I'm the, the transplant. And I think growing up in Los Angeles, you, it's synonymous with Kobe, right? It's He was the face of Los Angeles basketball for a very long time. Very long time. You know, it's crazy. I still haven't gotten sad yet. Because for some reason, Kobe is like such a figure that He's although I on. know he died. He's going to live on, dude. I just feel like it hasn't happened. He's still here in our hearts. Yeah, like it's like, oh yeah, like, yeah, he died, but he didn't. You know, like it's it's kind of crazy. Like I still haven't taken it all in. Yeah. Do you remember? Like, Yeah, I remember the 2010 championship. Mm-hmm. That show was high. The riots. Dude, the riots. <laughs> that show was crazy. Ah, good times. I remember the the groundskeeper at my middle school. 
just she going would off. grab the megaphone and she'd be like, "Where are my Laker fans at?" Hey. Really? And all the little kids would be like, hey. and screaming and stuff, and then she's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then she'd Damn. be like, "Lakers house," and everyone would just yell it back. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like I, I remember seeing uh, someone posted on their story. Like I grew up in an age where whenever you threw anything, you yell out Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. That 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 goes all the way. Everyone says so. It doesn't mm. not just LA. Everyone literally. Yeah. It's a national thing. I would do it. Everyone would do People it. People have tried doing it with Curry and shit. It, just it doesn't. Yeah. Gotta it doesn't say Kobe. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. I would always say Kobe to Shaq. It doesn't have pass that, something to someone. Kobe to Shaq. Mamba mentality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the work ethic. You know what's kind of interesting though is that I don't want to sully the mood even further, but. I think um, it's how many days has it been? No, just one day. Huh? Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. This is, um, it's only been one weekend. day, but uh, I'm starting to see a lot of like counter articles at this point. Oh, I've seen a lot. Since on a lot Twitter. of people have already, I guess they were too afraid to like post anything negative, so so close to his death. Right. But it's I guess it's only been a day. But I've seen articles saying like all of you are mourning like a rapist. Yeah, I've been seeing um, a lot of that. So it is. It is. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh, <sighs> nobody's immune it to. It's, it's interesting because. I don't know. I don't know why it's interesting. Yeah, it's a crazy one. Like, how do you? How do you? I think it's interesting because he's such a celebrity figure, and and, and just the, the whole story and the whole aura around the whole thing. Yes, he had a checkered past with the the sexual assault allegations. Yeah, he could have been a cheater. Yeah, he could have been all that. But, but like, at the end of the day, he fought through it. Yeah. And he worked things out. He was able <laughs> until the day he died. To, yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, like to it is very. It's tough. a tough it's one a, to defend. It's a tough one to like. I don't think it's tough. What do you think, Ramon? I think he went to court. I think he was found. He was tried. Um, what's the word? He wasn't uh, uh, like acquitted. Whatever, but he was not guilty. Um. Oh, so it was only allegations? Was, yeah. Mm. And he was he was a little cheater, but he worked it out with his girl, you know. They worked it out. They've been together since they were like 17 yeah. or whatever. Four, four beautiful daughters. Yeah. Rest in peace, his little girl. Yeah. Rest in peace, all those people in the helicopter. Yeah. yeah they they just came out about that where people were saying, like, y'all acting like only Kobe died. Like, yeah. there's all these other people who must hurt the families and stuff. They, they just came out with their names, too. Really yeah, there's, there's names, yeah. it's so close. There's so much left to be unpackaged about this. There's gonna be a Netflix original about it yeah, too. Like we already we say, like yeah, it's him growing up. This is just the beginning, you know. It's yeah. it's really just the uh, the tip of the iceberg because for years to come, I mean, for the rest of our lives. The really, Grammys was this weekend, right? Yeah, same day. That's um, yeah. <laughs> it was funny, freaking. I saw some news reports saying, you know, fucking people are like gathering outside of Staples and people are like, this is Kobe's place. Fuck your Grammys. Mm. <laughs> and I was just like, that's so hype. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Your girl, Billie Eilish, took it, took it home. She got like all the Grammys. Really? Apparently. Yeah. She got like best, best record, record of the year, song of the year, artist of the year, the whole. Was it the... Yeah. Yeah, that girl. Yeah. She... <laughs> She won it all, but yeah, it, that but Kobe at the end of the day. What, that's, a, what a bad day to get your Grammy yeah, award. Yeah, that was that was a weird one. Like sort of overshadowed. 
Yeah, and, and like you, you want to like be grateful, but everyone's like, "Shut up, don't talk." Kobe yeah. died. Well, they did have a, a they recognized a of him. silence. Yeah, and a lot throughout the NBA, people since he was number twenty four, people were like, teams would just dribble out twenty four seconds at the start of the game to show respect. They were even thinking of canceling NBA games, but I think they ended up playing him because like, you know, they'd say, "Yeah, Kobe, we gotta Kobe look for tomorrow's to. game." I think. Yeah. Lakers are playing tomorrow. Yeah. On I was uh, on some website and one of those random pop-ups that asks you like about your opinion about things came up. And one of them was like, who do you think is going to win the Lakers or the Clippers? And I think the last time the Clippers played the Lakers, the Clippers won. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like overwhelmingly the Lakers are going to win. And I wonder how much emotion was behind that. Like, yeah, like the Lakers have to win tomorrow. Like, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think know. they'll win easy. They're really fucking good this year. Yeah, well, they decent. are. They are good. good. And it's crazy too how... LeBron surpassed Kobe the day before he died. And I was thinking about how LeBron, he's a fucking goat. He's good as shit. But I've always felt like he's overlooked. Like, I don't see him as legendary status yet, at least. He hasn't won a lot of finals. Yeah. It's It's, weird. It's probably because he's still, it's weird because he's still technically dominant. Maybe after he's, he's not as dominant, we could see him more behind. Yeah, but like, I feel like, Kobe was kind of like a last. We, of, we grew up of, in of the, the age of Kobe, yeah. though. I feel like there's going to be yeah. some little kids growing uh, up. They're like LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah, like, and they're going to they're see like Kobe. I mean, like LeBron's the one. Yeah. Huh. Or Curry. I still don't see him that way, but I don't know. Yeah. I know he's good as fuck, though, but I just don't see him like Michael Jordan status, you know? Mm-hmm. Magic status. Shaquille. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a social media person. Maybe it's not enough. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. But yeah, I, I definitely want the the Lakers to win. And I can only imagine how much tickets are going to be for that game. Oh, my God. Oh God. Lakers stock yeah. just blew up. Yeah. But yeah, in conclusion, I, I think Kobe, his, you're right, Caesar. His, his legacy lives on. Yeah. And he will continue to be. A, I don't feel like he's dead yet because he still lives. In my memories. Yeah, my girlfriend was saying how she has friends that still believe Michael Jackson's alive. Because he was yeah. in that status too, like that legendary. Well, I guess I'm not there yet, but... <laughs> yeah. You're switching from like the <laughs> spiritual aspect to a conspiracy? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not there, but I, def- I, I, I could see it. I could see it. It'll definitely be one of those days, uh, probably for, uh, at least for me, where you remember where you were or like that day. Yeah. Like you found out Kobe... Had tragically passed away. Like that was a weird moment for me. Yeah, I had just woken up from my depression nap, and you're like, gotta go back to bed. And like just, <laughs> just this this day, just before just, this day could get any worse. Oh right? yeah, damn, it was weird, man. It felt like a dream. My mom told me I saw some things about Kobe, but I didn't register that he had died. And then my mom called me, and she told me about it, and she's yeah. like. I was just dumbfounded because it just didn't seem like it just didn't seem real. It seemed like a. I thought he was gonna like die a of old age, honestly. Yeah, fucking. Right. It just felt like he was that type of guy. This is why I think human beings should wear armor. But I'll talk about that another day. <laughs> <laughs> they should just join the space just, force just all day. We just wear armor. Yeah. Okay. Well, we love you, Kobe, and. Here's bisexual by cutting you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Tape Rooms podcast. And remember, keep it wordy.